I think the one stereotype that I've heard that has across the board been true is that we say y'all and all y'all. Oh, yeah. Everybody does. It's true. Well, I mean, that's just efficiency. Sorry. That's, yeah. We're I, correct about that yeah, one. Yeah, everyone else is wrong. Y'all are actually wrong. So... If you... <laughs> welcome to that pretentious book club <laughs> that over there is kendall shaw aka dr spoons palermo thank you thank you thank you thank you <laughs> um that is ash o'rourke you can call her wheezy you can i kind of have been liking you can call her wheezy sometimes i do that was funny i re-listened <laughs> to the episode when i said that i think i've been like literally just driving and then all of a sudden i hear in my head you're hey howdy that you did once <laughs> i don't remember that you did it just once hey after howdy was it like that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it made me laugh so hard and i've just been like i'll just like be like going to the grocery store then out of nowhere i hear your voice in the back of my head hey howdy and i'm like what <laughs> what triggered that wait i think i like that i know hey howdy <laughs> I, I loved it oh my god i bet i wanted i've been wanting to say howdy more in my just like Maybe everyday that can be vernacular. Your catchphrase. We were just talking, and <gasps> hey, Spoons howdy. here is going to a uh, a Western murder mystery party. I am. So maybe that can be your character's That's catchphrase. Bell Bandit's whole thing. Yeah. Hey, ha- howdy. howdy. <laughs> she walks in. Hey, howdy. They're like, she did it. She's the murderer. <laughs> like <it's her. laughs> I feel like I probably am the murderer. I'm a bandit. I don't you know. know. Maybe that is, wouldn't that be too on the nose? Yeah, but sometimes they do that thing where you, like you think it'll be too on the nose, but then it actually is that because you Can go. Can I just say that's like my least favorite trope, <laughs> my like, least favorite mystery trope. <laughs> when you're like, it can't be her. That would be too obvious, and then it is, and you're like, no. <laughs> the be- yeah, it's true. Oh, I hate that. The but best it's, it could be is when it's like the character that. Like, whenever they do it right, and it's mm-hmm. like, you're watching an episode of Psych, yeah. and it's like, oh, you've met them for five minutes uh-huh. towards the beginning of the episode, then kind of forgot about them, yeah. because then it's like, they didn't trick you, you did see them, you yeah. had time to collect the clues, and exactly. you didn't. Exactly. And That's the best But they're kind. not obvious, yeah. Yeah, it's very true. I've only had one birthday party in my whole life, like, I just haven't done birthday parties ever, except for my 16th birthday, I had a party, and it was a fairy tale murder mystery party. <laughs> So everyone had to dress up in just different like characters. Mm-hmm. I was, I believe, Red Riding Hood. I was about to say, were you Red Riding Hood? My little sister was Snow White, and she died. She was the victim. <laughs> so <laughs> everything was going swimmingly. Um, that's pretty much all I remember. <laughs> I don't oh remember God. anything else. Incredible. It was a good time. Actually, my pictures look pretty cool. That was the first corset I ever made. I wore with that outfit. Um, it was super oh easy and super fun. I love fun. that. I'm going to make a new corset for Halloween, everybody. Not that anybody asked, but I have They're no all Halloween going, Ooh, plans. Ah. Ooh, ah. So I got like this cute fabric that's got little bats on it and little mm-hmm. black cats and pumpkins, and it's cute as hell. And I'm going to make a little corset, and I'm going to wear it while I sit here and watch TV by myself on Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. It's true. What am I supposed to go do on Halloween? I even, I got some candy because, I mean, most apartment complexes that I've lived at, the kids have not gone trick-or-treating around the apartments, Mm -hmm. but there are a lot of kids in my building. So I'm like, I think I'm just going to put a bowl with candy outside my door and assign this as take one. I don't, (laughs) I don't care. Or take all of, I don't care. I think that Haley doesn't have plans. Maybe y'all can watch movies (laughs) together. together. I don't even know what I'm going to watch. It probably wouldn't even be a Halloween movie. (laughs) I don't know. 
We, uh, I've been wanting um, to, I, well, what am I, I literally can't talk today. Sorry, friends who are listening. Yeah, friends. But if you're not friends who are listening, then we don't care. If you're an enemy who's listening, then I'm not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the last couple of months I've been watching like old scary movies. Uh-huh. And, uh, or not old, but you know, classic. And I've been having so much fun with it. I haven't really gotten scared. And I've been like, this is amazing. And I only have a couple left that I really wanted to watch. Uh-huh. But I'm like, why did I do this like all in August? I should have done this in <laughs> October. Honestly, that's my problem is that last year I was so psyched for Halloween, which is funny because I didn't have any plans last year either. But for some reason, <laughs> I was just really excited. I think because, you know, it was COVID. We all were just, we just wanted something good yes. to happen. So I was just like, Halloween, Halloween. So for like two months prior to Halloween, I was in the Halloween spirit. Yes. And I watched all of the Halloween movies, like all of them. Mm-hmm. So then now this year, I'm kind of like, well, I feel like I just did that. <laughs> I feel like I like yeah. really overdid it last year. And again, I had no plans last year. I think I went to my mom's house and we both, I bought her a witch hat. We sat there with our witch hats. I think we probably watched um, Practical Magic. Hey, see, that's a good that Halloween That's a good one. Maybe I'll book. watch Practical Magic again because that's a, yeah. that's one of my favorites. I have a tattoo for that movie. Yes, it's so cute. Yeah. Last Halloween, I also did like nothing i we should have done nothing together i i we i ended up going to Haley's family's house for some reason like i think stan went over to play with Haley's little brother and i wore last halloween my costume was like eight different keanu reeves characters and i was just seeing if i could do the costume because i already had the ted costume yeah yeah. and then i was like hmm i have a tie-dye shirt i bet i can be matt from river's edge and then i just kept doing that and you were like gee i wonder how many pieces i can I can find to create exactly. one or more Keanu I, Yeah, pictures. I don't even remember how many I did, but... I think was... we need to find, like, all of our best Halloween pictures and put them up on <gasps> You're Instagram. You're so right. That's we do. I'm, part of me is also kind of thinking, okay, no one is going to invite me to a Halloween party anymore in my life at this point. I'm never going to go <laughs> anywhere. You're only 24. <laughs> no, but no one I know has, like, Halloween parties that I would want to go to. Oh, my God. And, like, I don't like horror movies, and I also don't like clubs. And I don't like, you know, like crazy, like crazy out of control parties. So like the kind of parties that I might get invited to at this point in my life, I also don't know anybody to invite me to a party. So I just, the chances of me going to like a cool Halloween party are pretty slim at this point. Yeah. Um. So. I mean, I disagree, but okay. I don't disagree. Who do I know? I know you and like one other person. <laughs> I mean, the, you never know. Maybe not a raging <laughs> you know? Halloween party, but like, you well, I don't want to go to a raging well, exactly. Halloween party. Anyways. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. My point being that I have <laughs> I have this really pretty dress my mom made for me in high school and I wore it for like a theater thing once like for a performance and it's got like lace sleeves and it's like this long dress that needs a petticoat with it <gasps> oh my and God. I want to wear it so bad and now I you know what I'm thinking now and I bet it won't fit me anymore because it was she made it for me in high school and even like two years ago Ash probably could have fit into it but I'm kind of thinking I don't think I'll fit into it now you could try it and then maybe like take it out a little bit well maybe if I wear it with a corset yeah because I do have like a corset that like uh, not like a cute kind like the kind that like just you in like so you can wear stuff like that Uh so maybe if I put that on with it maybe I can and then just sit here and wear it from my apartment (laughs) because I want to wear it at some point and at some point I'm never gonna be able to wear it again so like I need the chance to wear it you could be as like a vampire and like if you wanted to be Halloween-y with it or you could just I don't want to be a vampire okay then you could just be like what time period is it um I 
think it's kind of um, French Revolution. <gasps> I think it's a little bit French. To be honest, I don't know what it's oh supposed to be. Oh my so. god! Duh. It's got lace I want to see it. Sleeves. I want to see it. You're describing everything I love. It's pretty. I'll I'll pull it out of my costume box. The thing is, you guys, I was in theater, so I have all of these costumes. So every Halloween, I'm like, I'm gonna get a chance to wear one of my costumes. But then the last few Halloweens. It's been like, nope. <laughs> I think like two Halloweens in a row, I wore a costume and didn't have anywhere to go. And then I was like, wow, this is not fun. <laughs> so now I've just given up on the getting to wear a costume thing, which is why I'm making like a little Halloween corset blousey thing because it's just like a blouse. But well, the Halloween that we did, the group recess. That was good. Um, yeah. The costume. That was great. That was super great. That I was, was telling last, somebody like, about that the other day. Like costumed Halloween. Yeah. And I think my Halloween before that, I didn't do anything either. Yeah. I worked at a preschool then, so I dressed up for the preschool, but that was it. Right, Flora? Flora's over here. They're our club supreme leader. Hi, baby. What are you going to be for Halloween, Flora? She's like spooky. She's like, I'm already a black cat. I'm like, already, what do you want from me? Already in theme. Thank you very much. <laughs> she's like, this. I own this holiday. <laughs> yeah, she's like, this is my day. <laughs> Today, one of my friends was like, it's my dog's birthday. And I almost forgot. And I feel so bad. And I was like, I don't even know my cat's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> we totally missed Juicebox's birthday. It was like in August. I thought it was in September. And I was like, oh, sorry, I didn't realize how many really great pet parents there are out there until I realized what a bad pet parent I am in comparison. <laughs> I mean, they don't know. Like, come on. The cats don't. That's what I was like. The cats don't know, right? Like, they're not going to be upset no idea. with me. You know, for, do you know when your birthday? is I, I did get an email from the vet saying she's due for her next set of shots and i'm like oh great oh, awesome. <laughs> excellent more money <laughs> excellent yeah exactly this episode we are doing drum roll please <laughs> yennefer's like what the hell um firekeeper's daughter yep by angeline Booley. Booley. this is probably the prettiest book cover i've seen in a long time it is so beautiful y'all i can't get over it when i bought it the lady who worked at barnes and noble was like oh my god and she like looked at it she picked it up she's like whoa what is this she's like this is gorgeous i was like i know right and she was like wow i'm gonna have to get this like literally she was like this cover is amazing i'm buying this book oh exactly i mean i think that's what caught my eye about it was the cover first and then i was like then i saw the title which amazing title Mm -hmm. and then of course the premise was really good um not what i expected and i didn't even realize i am so used to you guys reese's ya book club reese's all of reese witherspoon's book club stuff like it's all over bookstagram and like oh, book talk and social media and stuff. Reese so I'm Witherspoon? like, yeah. Oh, I Who do you think it was? I don't know. I just didn't even think about it. I was like, oh, is, I would. Isn't it? Isn't it Reese, Reese Witherspoon's book club? Because her, she's got her book club stamp on everything these days. That's cool. So I, I'll, all her books are really good picks. To be fair, but I'm so used to seeing like her like stamp everywhere. I like just like totally didn't even register. Yeah, it. me too. That's yeah, but it's on there. So this is one of her picks too. But it's a good book. Do you want to tell us about um, the author? Yes. Angeline. Okay. Oh, Lord. That was empty. <laughs> We're having tea today, everybody. We are having tea. Going back to the classics. We're having a spot of tea. A spot of tea. All right. I've got it on the computer. Wait a minute. <laughs> well, our girl, the author. <laughs> okay, enough. Oh, my God. We do have some British listeners, and I have to remember I that. I'm sorry, y'all. British I, listeners, comment. 
I know. I'm sorry. You guys Mostly are so nice. Mostly because I just want to chat with you guys. Yeah. What's it like over there? Yeah. What's the deal? <laughs> what's the deal? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, you live, I think, in England? In like, England? That's, like, oh, my God. Are you, like, best friends with Harry Potter? Oh, my God. Like, do you know <laughs> oh the queen? Oh, my God. Do you know the queen? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like, no, but we do know Harry Styles. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ugly Americans party of two. <laughs> it's like when I went to California and the guy was like, oh, you're from Texas? Whoa. He was like, do you know George Bush? And you're like, dude, when I went to Italy, I got that a lot. I was like, what? My Italian family was apparently very anti-Bush, which was just interesting to know. Because like we'd go to Italy, like this is when I was a kid. And we just like, you know, like be talking to people and they'd be like, where are you from in the United States? And they'd be like, Texas. And they'd be like, oh, that's Bush's state. And you're like, what the hell? You're like, uh, I'm 10. I, I know. I'd be like, I have no idea what's going on. Oh my God. Also, when I went to Ireland, I might have said this before, but I was at this museum and this guy came up and started talking to me. I was looking at like a portrait of Graham Norton uh-huh. and we were talking about Graham Norton and we were like having a fine time. And then he was like, so where are you from? And I was like, oh, I'm from Texas. I'm from America. Uh And he was like, oh. And he was like, so how about our boy Donnie? And I was like, wait, what? Like Donald Trump? And he was like, yeah. He was like, and he went on this whole thing about how much he loves Donald Trump. And like, don't you just love Donald Trump? And I was like, "Uh, no. And he was like, hmm, okay. And he left. He literally looked at me and was like, hmm. And then, re- like, walked off. Oh, my and God. And I was like, it's not even your country, dude. Like, yeah. calm the hell down. Anyway. That's so uh, funny. It was very funny. I People's stereotypes of Texas are so, <laughs> I mean, mind-blowing. <laughs> I know. Like, you even elsewhere in the U.S. Like, because when I went and moved to Oregon, people's expectations for someone from Texas are just, like, the weirdest shit in the world. They're <laughs> just like... No, we're not all racists. <laughs> we do not all have cows and we don't horses. have cows. Uh, tumbleweeds? No, where'd that come from? Most of Texas is not tumbleweed land. I know. That's so funny. Tiny part of Texas. <laughs> you know we don't all have really thick southern accents. I'm going to start telling people, though, that we do all eat, like, chili all the time. Yeah, you know, I did I make think, chili dogs. Yeah, exactly. Me, so. Like, that's one I'm like... I think I'm going to start saying that I we all like have, chili. like, we eat hush puppies and hush catfish. Puppies. Um <laughs> And we do, but not I mean, like yeah, as a staple in the diet. We also eat totally normal food. I think I think the one stereotype that I've heard that has across the board been true is that we say y'all and all y'all. Oh, yeah. Everybody does. It's true. Well, I mean, that's just efficiency. Sorry. That's, yeah. We're I, correct about that yeah, one. Everyone else is wrong. Y'all are actually wrong. If so. <laughs> y'all are wrong. <laughs> oh, that stereotype. And then the other stereotype that Texans think they're better than everybody else. Okay. That one is um, true. It's true. Mostly. But we're so polite about it, though. Like, we... <laughs> I mean, some. <laughs> can't speak yeah, I, for everybody. No, but. it's true. But it's weird. Texas does have this thing where we think that, it's not that we think we're better people, but we think Texas is a better state. And we'll be you really open I'm, about like, that. upset with, like, Texas decisions? I know. I'm like, okay, but I am from Texas. So You're like, like but I, Texas is still the best, Literally have a blue bonnet tattooed on my body. Yeah. And I'm like, it's, it's a strange thing, you know? I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that, even when they don't. I don't know. I know. Support everything their state. Support does, everything they're still, they're yeah. still or their country or whatever. Yeah. It's like some sense of patriotism. Anyway. Yeah, it's true. But whatever. It but is, that's still, a funny one. But my though. point was to say that, like, my final point about Texas was that while we do think that for the most part that Texas is the best state, I've noticed that Texans are still like really like welcoming to people from other states. Maybe not California right now because y'all came took over Austin. <laughs> <laughs> so 
I've, I've never seen any animosity before until now. <laughs> but for the most part, like, it doesn't matter, like, where you're from. Like, we don't, like, think any less of people who aren't from Texas. We're just like, welcome to the Texas Club. We are so happy it, you are here. Now you're correct. You yeah. <laughs> Exactly. We're like, welcome to the winning team, everybody. Oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> I will say this for Texas. I am obsessed with the way you can just start singing the stars at night are big and bright at anywhere you go. And it's true. It's correct. It's true. It's like I, I remember tap dancing to that as, as a wee young lass. Oh my God. I definitely oh. had a tap dance to that. Um, God, I love Texas. <laughs> well, how do y'all here? We're getting into this here episode. Uh, <laughs> God. Yeah. I'm not really sure what started me on that, but um, uh, we're this about book howdy. does not take place in Texas. This book does not take place in Texas. In no. fact, it takes place in Michigan. Yes. The Upper Peninsula. Yes. Indeed. And I didn't realize that there is such a thing about that until like a couple months ago. Somebody mm-hmm. was talking about that like, oh, well, they're from the Upper Peninsula or whatever. Wow. I didn't there, know until this book. Apparently, there's somewhat of a I learned so thing. much in this book. You know, me too. I learned so many things that I did not know before. Me too. Yeah. This is a really good book. Okay, it was very good. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Good book. It was a good book. So our our queen, the author, Angeline, she... Um, I love her name, by the way. If I did not... Did I already say that? I don't know. But I love her name. I like it too. She... Uh, this book is somewhat autobiographical. It not is slightly. In the, I don't think necessarily the plot, yeah, but, but the in the setting and like... Yeah. Yeah. Is very it is. much her own experience. Yeah. Exactly. Which I really like because then you know you're getting like, this is authentic. This is like, yeah. I mean, authentic to her experience. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, it's not like, so obviously, so this book is about um, a girl from a, like a tribal community yeah. in Michigan. And all of like the dynamics between her and her community and, you know, the outside community. And it's just so interesting to see. And I love it that it's not just like, um, it's not an author who's on the outside writing about it, which, you know, is unfortunately, I feel like, more more historically common than yes. somebody who's actually from this culture writing exactly. about it. Exactly. So much more interesting and authentic and also respectful to see someone who actually is from that community writing about that community. Yeah. I loved, I loved seeing that. Me too. Me too. Absolutely. Yeah. This book takes place in Sault Ste. Marie. Sault Ste. Marie. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yes. And this on Sugar Island also. Yep. And so she's actually from there. She's yeah. like from Sugar Island. So yeah. this book just came out like this year. Yeah. And it's her first book. Oh, really? Yeah. It's her debut novel. We've done a lot of debut novels lately. And um, that is so cool to me because she is now 54. Is she? Yes. Um, I love that. And so it's her debut novel and it's already been optioned for film rights. I was thinking this would make a really great show. Yeah. It's going to be, um, be a great show. I believe that. Yeah. Here it is. The. I guess the Obamas have like a film what? imprint now. Yeah. And it's like going to be like their, I guess their um, production company mm-hmm. bought the rights and it's going to be on Netflix. Ah, yes. So that's cool. Um, cool. And I honestly, I'm like, God, this is going to be intense. I know. <laughs> this book is kind of intense. Oh like, my God. <laughs> this book is, um, it's more intense than I had um, bargained for. Yeah, me too. I've been a little wussy lately about emotionally intense things, so right. I was I was not quite prepared, but it was like an inarguably amazing book. So. It was very good. It is, yeah, just like letting people. Know. It is it's not intense. a walk in the park. No, this book <laughs> is very good. It's also very intense. So just you know, yeah, yeah. Um, 
And so, yeah, she's before she was an author, you know, she's had a lot of experiences. She with like her tribe and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, She was the director for the Office of Indian Education at the U.S. Department of Education. That's right. And she was also her tribe's education director slash assistant executive director. And she served on the board of regents mm-hmm. at Bay Mills Community College. So she's got quite the career. Yeah. And now Did she's an author. Did we say that she's an enrolled member of the Sault Ste. Marie tribe of Chippewa Indians? I didn't specifically say that. No. Well, I just pulled that directly out of her bio. Yeah. So that, and then it says, um, she's a storyteller who writes about her. Okay. I don't know how to, I'm, I'm definitely not going to say this right. It's spelled O-J- Ojibwe, I, I believe. Ojibwe yeah. community. So, um, yeah, so she writes about her Ojibwe community in Michigan's Upper Peninsula. That's straight from her bio. But there yes. are so many different communities and, like, sub-communities and stuff going on. Yeah. There's... I was I had been very confused without it. So. And she um, she has, I, I believe she has one <laughs> daughter, and she has a husband. Aww. Yeah. And so now she's a full-time writer. God, Isn't that for great her. for her? I love that so much. I love it. The dream. I hope she writes more books. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I... my God. I maybe one that's less intense because <laughs> I, I want one that I can like read on any given day this book was intense but you did read it like pretty fast though right I did I was telling Kendall this was another one of those books where you know if I forget to like pick out a favorite quote while I'm reading it I'm really into it like I was so into this book I read the whole thing in like three or four days and that was with like me making myself limit my reading because I had other things to do and it's not a short book it's like no it's long like 400 and over 450 pages it is not a short book at all. Oh, wait. You know what? I have some red pen points. Oh, okay. You guys, I'm so sorry. I keep forgetting. I keep trying to remind myself to do these red pen points, and I have largely been forgetting. Uh, oh, here's one of them. I wrote down, I talk about Flora so much. You guys, <laughs> I, as I've been going back and editing these episodes, I have realized just how much I talk about my cats, <laughs> especially Flora. And it's just because Flora likes to make her presence known while we're recording. But I'm currently, I have a cat on either side of me. So they're just here, you guys. It's hard for me not to talk about them. But I'm sorry that I talk about my cats so much, especially the cats that you guys can't see. So, yeah. And also, we forgot to pinkies up the Scarlet Letter. Oh, yeah, we did. How many pinkies up would you give the Scarlet Letter? Uh, I like the Scarlet Letter probably... Um, I would give it four and a half. Really? Yes. I was thinking like 3.75. Nice. That's a solid rating. Yeah. So if anyone was wondering, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. If you go back Sorry, to the letter episode, yeah, that, that's that. Oh, and the other red pen points. See, I'm so behind on red pen points, everyone. I'm so sorry. So Samantha Downing, the author of uh, My Lovely Wife, we had told you guys that we reached out to ask about her birthday to see if we could figure out oh, her zodiac right. sign, and she replied, and she is a Virgo. So isn't that nice that she replied? This is so nice that she replied. Thank she you, Samantha. She was like, "I'm a Virgo." I was like, "Oh my god!" Please. I know. So thank you, thank you, Samantha, and sorry, listeners, that it took me this long. The thing was, I forgot because last episode that came out was the one we recorded right. um, with Jason Latchaw, Oops. the author of The Threat Below. But we recorded that one pretty far in advance because it was an interview. So then by the time that, you know, this episode comes out, I, it felt like we had missed a week of red pen points because yeah. I was going to deliver those last week and then I couldn't. Yes. So I'm sorry we're so behind on those, but those are all of them, I think. Yeah. Anyways. So, huh. so do you want to tell us about book? the book? Okay. This book is... <laughs> Deep breath. <laughs> this book is hefty. Um, so we start out... Oh my God, this is going to be hard. So we start out with... Donis Fontaine. Do you think mm-hmm. I'm saying her name correctly? Yeah, that's Donis... how they say it in the audiobook. Okay, cool. I didn't listen to the audiobook for this one, so you might have to correct me a couple times. Okay. So Donis Fontaine is 18 years old. She is um, 
she's so she's the daughter of um what's her father's name i can't remember his first name but yeah they're the last yeah so she's her her how'd you say it yeah her dad is ojibwe ojibwe and her ojibwe i'm just gonna say tribal <laughs> yeah, they're Which Native American. Yeah, but I, but my so my sister, she, where she lives up in Oregon, mm-hmm. like uh, there's a lot of tribal communities around. So and they said that they're cool with that. Someone correct me if I say something offensive. Just let me know. <laughs> I'm trying not to, but apparently they prefer to be called tribal. I don't know if that's across the board, but Native American or tribal, I feel like is. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think I saw both in here too. So I'm yeah, gonna they go definitely with that. and because I can't pronounce the other words. <laughs> I hope that's okay, everybody. <laughs> oh, no. I, I think it's... I mean, okay, yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you think... Do I do you think it's a problem? No, no. I was just... I think that... I was trying to think of what other words you have to pronounce. I think the Sault Ste. Marie threw me. That one threw me because it's spelled like salt. Yeah. Like S-A... Like Saul with a T. Mm-hmm, and I was like, Sioux. this is interesting. Yeah, so Sault Ste. Marie and... What, Ojibwe? Mm. Ojibwe? Ojibwe? Yeah. Okay, so, but for people who are listening who don't know the book, <laughs> yes, yes. That's, it's, the Native Amer- it's the Native American tribal community in that area. Yes, 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 yes. So, basically, so the Firekeeper family, that's her father comes from that family, so that's her, her Native American side. And then her mother is, I forget her first name, from the Fontaine family. Grace. Grace. Yeah. Grace Fontaine, which is, they're French, right? Yeah. Yeah, French and Italian, I believe. I, yeah, I think I her family. So the other side of her family is French and Italian. So she's this weird kind of like in between where she doesn't really fit in with either world entirely, and she's not an enrolled member in her tribe, which is something that, um, like basically like she can't like vote on matters that have to do with the tribe, and she's like not really fully accepted. So it's hard. Like it talks about how she's lighter skin than other some of the other people in the community, and how there's this like spectrum of acceptable skin color, which is, I mean, it's just interesting to see how that's just pervasive across the board. Um, yeah. Yeah, and so she's basically, we start out seeing her in this place of really not feeling that she belongs in either place, um, and I can see exactly why she feels that way, because she really is not treated like she belongs in either place. Um, so that's where we start out with her. She's super, super smart. Yeah. Um, she's, she's like valedictorian. Yeah, she's like like literally genius level. Um, she's just graduated high school. She has a brother, Levi. Levi, Levi is um, her father's son. So a firekeeper. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's on the hockey team. She also played hockey for a long time and she was like stupid good at hockey. Okay. Yeah. She's, she's like good at everything. Adonis is like a superhero. She is. She's, oh my god. She's, she's like so no big impressive. deal. I just like She's like no big deal. I'm just a genius who's amazing at hockey. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh okay. okay. Wow. <laughs> um, but she's gone through a lot of hardship lately in life. Yes. So her uncle David David is so her mom's brother who basically like kind of helped raise her and he was a science teacher at her high school um he passed away fairly recently before the story starts um and the story is that uh, a lot of people think that he relapsed into drug use right or was it alcoholism it was something. uh yeah I think he... it was some kind of substance yeah. abuse so they thought that he had relapsed even though um Donna's mother you know like was like absolutely not um her grandmother on that side who she calls grand mary had a stroke and now she's you know um dealing with that and she's living in this like assisted living you know yeah. place and it's um so she's just going through a lot right now yeah it's, it's rough um, and she's not gonna go to like the school she was yeah, gonna go she's to decided she's not gonna go to the school she was gonna go to so that she can stay closer to her mom because her mom is like 
she's a bit of a, a mess but yeah. not in like a, it's not like her mom is, doesn't realize how she's processing her emotions or affecting her daughter like yes. i think grace fontaine really thinks that she's hiding her her emotional <laughs> yeah, vulnerability like, uh, you are not <laughs> no which is very obvious congratulations so exactly so donis is really just trying to like help take care of her mom yeah, too. she's very responsible say, she's like like also the best person in the world like she's just constantly I taking know. care of like, people i think that she is my favorite character she's <laughs> I think she's my favorite character of any of the books that we've read yet because she's like really? an all around. Wow. She's she's smart. She's physically strong. She's emotionally strong, yet she's not totally perfect. She has flaws. Yeah. Like I just like I would love to be a person like Donis. Yeah. I she's think cool. she is the most impressive yet potentially attainable character. What is that sound? Is somebody somebody's like drumming somebody we have so many kids in this building i swear to god they're out there like drumming on the railing <laughs> on the stairs uh, so if you guys hear weird sounds it's the neighbor children the neighbor <laughs> children always out and about um yeah anyways so i i think donna's is this impressive mix of uh, she's as impressive as it gets but because she's flawed, you're like, okay, I think I could still attain some of these. Yeah, she I think feels I can still... like a real person. Yeah, she feels like, but a, like real a really person. good real like person. Like a really amazing person. <laughs> yeah, so she's, she's better than average super real cool. person. <laughs> better than average person. <laughs> God, she's so cool. Um, she's so athletic, though. Uh, oh, my God. She's like, I, I just ran 15 miles today. I'm like, what? Yeah, she's like, no biggie. And I'm like, mm, today I played pistol whip and I pulled something <laughs> in my hip. <laughs> Me like I walked in the treadmill for twenty minutes today, and I was like, "Well, that's good for the week." <laughs> it's true. Oh God, she's she's terrifying. Um, I would be so intimidated by her. I would too, yeah. honestly. Oh God, it's so weird to me though because I don't know. It's almost she's like not really cool though. Like no, yeah. I'm yeah, like, why not. is she not the coolest person in the school? I, I don't, don't get know. it. But her brother kind of just like adores her. Like he's technically her little brother, but only by like three months because right. he's a different mother. So um, yeah. So they're very close. But also Levi is, you know, the star of the hockey team. Yes, now. He's and like so Mr. Cool, Mr. Cool guy. And you know, she's not really cool. No, but she's just amazing. She's more like I'm gonna correct you on what the hypotenuse. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. She also like she doesn't really put up with people's bullshit. Like no. she calls people out immediately. Yeah, she does. and I love that. And I don't think I do that. I think I have it's the energy of someone who would do that, but I actually don't. Yeah, you're very. <laughs> You ha- that's exactly what it is because I've seen that happen to you before yeah. where you do kind of give off that energy like you would but then yeah. if something happens you're like okay and you just kind you of just like kind of don't with- say anything it depends on the person it, I'm, I have to think really hard about like how what I say is going to affect our, my future dynamics with this person uh-huh. so if it's someone who like if I say something now and I know this person and I know most likely I'm going to super complicate the future dynamics um, like in a really impractical way, then I won't say anything. Yes. If it's not going to be affected, I will absolutely say anything. <laughs> yes. But that's really where that comes from. <laughs> yeah. But Donna's doesn't give a shit. She's no. just like, you're wrong. I will absolutely tell you that you're wrong. <laughs> and I will tell you all the reasons behind it. And I am right. It's true. But then she's also the person who like get, seems to get along with most people. She does. Like everybody likes her. Well, that's the thing. She doesn't like call people out just to be like a bitch. She's yeah. just like hey you're wrong by the way and they're yeah. like um no i'm not she's like yeah you are i mean i love you but you're still yeah wrong. she's like you're wrong but do you want to get ice cream later or like yeah what's- <laughs> exactly exactly um this might just be me fangirling over donna's this whole episode um, <laughs> that's fair i think that's fair enough i think it's fair yeah so um so her best friend lily 
is oh, uh, no. she's in this on and off relationship with this guy Travis is his name right yeah so Travis. many names um, there so, are a lot of characters there's in this so book. many that it was, was hard for me to remember who everybody was that was my biggest fear like trying to like mind prep for the summary was I'm gonna yeah. forget everyone's names I'm gonna I'll, I'll try and help okay but thank I you. probably only remember the main people yeah that's okay <laughs> there's a lot because the thing is this book is a book about community yes and so you meet all these reoccurring community members and it's it makes it definitely feel authentic in the way that like you really feel the community-ness of this book yeah in a way that i have never even experienced in real life but it also means so many names yeah i don't remember who that is i'm sorry you're gonna have to remind me you were you've been like raised with all of these people whose names like (laughs) she's like you "You know so-and-so's cousin twice removed i'm like no no, i I don't don't know know them i don't know (laughs) um (laughs) give me a crate i don't know (laughs) what do they look like exactly um so Travis and Lily have been kind of on and off since high school. He was like the sweet, funny guy in yeah, class. Yeah, the class clown. The class clown. He was adorable. And then he started to get really into drugs. And yeah. it super took his toll. Dude, its toll sucks. on him and on his relationship with Lily. So she keeps breaking up with him. And they're back together and breaking up. And it's so that's also been going on this whole time. And then now we start at the place where we start this book. There's a new hockey player on the team named Jamie. Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> And Jamie is hot. Jamie is hot as hell. (laughs) He is hot, hot, hot. And, um, well, that hurt me to say. He is hot, hot, hot. He is hot, hot, hot. Oh, I liked it. (laughs) Oof. He is, though, I mean. But he is. Yeah, so he's hot. Um, and so he's about, (laughs) what? Do I need to say it one more time? Did, did y'all get Jamie is hot? Okay. (laughs) In case you missed it. This young man is attractive. <laughs> he is a, an attractive. His young uh, facial features are very pleasing. <laughs> <laughs> Your face, it um pleases me. <laughs> and he's got okay. Another hot thing about him, he's got like this super sexy like scar that goes. Oh yes, all he's got a scar. Face. And so okay, here's another Scars character. Are hot, so Donis's aunt Teddy, right? Yes, she's super close to. Is like. Hmm, that scar. She's a nurse, mm-hmm. so she's like that scar. Like, is not a natural scar. There's no way. Yeah, she's like, like that's, that has to be like you know made with a knife. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So which um, gives him an allure of mystery. Of it. Yes, it yeah. does from the beginning. And so he he definitely is interested in Donis. Like they get just they click really well. They right really away. do. Um, so they become friends, and basically the way it works is like. Uh, they have like I have some I don't understand hockey. I don't. know Yeah, it's about almost hockey. like she's his buddy or something. Yeah, like like, like I think they call her like his ambassador ambassador yeah 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 and something buddy um basically they like work out together yeah basically they work out together uh we don't really have hockey in texas so (laughs) ask me some questions about football (laughs) i can help you out there she is literally wearing cowboys shirt right now (laughs) (laughs) we won by the way (laughs) i'm actually not even that into football it's just that you can't live in texas and not it's fun to get into like a team you know i got into this team because my husband's into this team (laughs) you're like uh, by default i am a cowboy (laughs) it's by default this is actually the first year where i've been like oh i kind of care about the outcome of the game which is like a lot of progress for me do i understand the rules no um i understand like like maybe maybe like half of the rules now which is more than i ever thought i would understand i'm gonna be honest i'm not making an effort to learn anything about football so i'm just by osmosis whatever whatever i You're learn, like I listen learn. i'll sit here i'm not gonna try i'm not gonna so try whatever happens happens no i did i mean for like the first quarter today i read my book yeah so um 
there's nothing wrong with that. But my Dracula. point is, in Texas, you if you live here long enough, you will know something about football. Yeah, I mean, like, and I... And nothing about hockey. <laughs> I do feel like everything I learned about football was against my will because I it was... It is against in, your will. I was in band, so I mm-hmm. went to, like you know a hundred games probably in high school it's true unless you play (laughs) football or you're like into sports then you learn against your will but you learn anyway you can't avoid it you can't avoid football here (laughs) it's true that's kind of how it felt like for this like with hockey yeah that's exactly how it felt felt like hockey was a part of like like an ingrained like part of the fabric of their community every community she's like everybody knows hockey like even the little kids were like on the ice you know yeah exactly uh which i cannot even fathom but um so anyways so donis was this amazing hockey player on their team and there's only like a few girl players by the way i love that they let girls play um yeah yeah because there was her and like another player who we meet later um but at the moment i think it's an all boys team by the time like we enter the story they call them the soups the soups yeah and Jamie's a part of the soups. He is. Yeah. He's hot, hot, hot. Ha, ha, He's hot. part of the soups. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Levi likes him. Everybody likes him. Everyone likes him, yeah. And so even Levi's like, hey, like, if you want to date my sister, that's fine yeah. with me. And Donis is like, F off. Like, yeah, Donis is like, I'm sorry, you've been thinking me out to your yeah, friend. <laughs> dude, for real. But which is funny because he's been very defensive of her. Pretty much if anyone else wants to, like, date her or says anything about her. Like, Levi is such a double-edged sword. Levi is like problematic. He's, he is problematic because you're like, <laughs> but, oh, what a fun guy. I love him so much. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, rage monster who's beating the shit out of one of his friends for saying something about his sister. Yes, you're that like, was weird. Because that happens later in the book. And he says like, he'll have like little comments every now and then. She's like, I hate it when he says that. You know, yeah. like just like little things mm-hmm. about like women or yeah. even like, I he don't uses know. slurs to slurs. refer to his own people. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, listen. We're not doing that. She's like, I don't like it when anybody does that. Yeah. Like, no. You're not allowed to do that. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's Levi. Uh, anyways. Uh, and so Jamie and her are working out and stuff more. Um, things go, start to go kind of out of control. Here's where, again, I forgot to look up the name of it. Like the Greek word for the start of the story. The thing that gets everything rolling. <laughs> the like inciting action. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, there's a word for it for the oh. inciting incident. But yeah. So the inciting incident. Sorry. I don't know. No, it's okay. Um, I'm just disappointing my theater teachers. My like theater literature teachers. Well, don't listen to this part, theater teachers. Yeah. Tune out. It's fine. Forget you heard that. You don't, you don't know who I am actually probably. <laughs> They're like, whomst? Whomst? <laughs> she sat in the back. I don't know. She sat in the back. She, didn't, she really didn't participate. <laughs> she got really good grades, but like, you know, it was oh, theater. Oh, so. oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so inciting incident. They are at a party. Um, Travis basically convinces Lily to go like go walk off with him and they're arguing. And then um, uh, Donis is, you know party's happening stressful stuff she goes outside um she's been drinking and um just forget does she throw up before she's throwing she's throwing up i think is when like lily and travis come together out of the woods and she's basically trying to end things with travis and travis is saying like you can't i need you i need you you can't leave me i love you and she's like get yourself together first i can't be what you need me to be you know like i you can love me but i can't you know i can't do anything for you you gotta get yourself together first And he basically says, I can't do this without you. And he pulls a gun. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks like he's about to shoot Lily. And then they see Donis. Mm-hmm. So then he's about to shoot Donis. And then Lily tries to reach for the gun to get it out of Travis's hands. And Travis shoots her. So Lily dies in front of Donis. I was 
pretty shocked. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, I guess I knew something like this was going to happen, but I didn't tell you specifically what it was. It was so intense. I, yeah. This book I cried had a little me bit. way, she was, Donna's was way closer in proximity to all of the horrible things that happen than in most books. Oh my, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Because it's like, normally I feel like it'd be like, oh, like. Usually there's a little bit more distance. Yeah. Because if like just this one bad thing had happened, I'd be like, okay. Yeah, like, but it's I, all of the bad things. She's always like this is not, right there. There's like a worse there's stuff a lot, that happens. you guys. There's way <laughs> and arguably even more traumatic as a reader stuff to like. Oh yeah, yeah. But this was still very traumatic. I was like, oh no, is this traumatic? <gasps> oh my god, for because sure. by that point you like like Lily, and oh, yeah. I was even like we feeling bad Lily for Travis, that. and I was yeah. like, oh my god, this is a thing. And I like too that like it didn't like the Angeline never made a character's black and white really yeah you know? like, yeah it's not like travis was a villain because he did drugs yes. you know or because he was struggling with meth addiction yeah she like you got to see all of his backstory first so yes. that you care about this person and you're heartbroken to see where, where they are and what they're struggling with and yes. what it's done to their lives and the people around them it was so sad yeah. because like donna's and him were like in all the same classes they yeah. like hung out they were friends yeah and i think it's it's important to remember like when you see somebody like you're out on the street and you see someone who's obviously struggling with some kind of addiction or some issue and yeah. it's easy to just judge right away and forget this person has not always been this way yeah you know like they had a life they had friends they had family they had at some point probably some level of stability more than this yeah you know there was happiness probably in their life there were people who they were close to and this problem has taken over their life to the point that now like this horrible you know they're living in this like horrible place and like yeah you know oh my god it was so terrible because it's like yeah yeah and donna's was yeah i mean how traumatic to not only lose your best friend mm-hmm. in a violent way and to see yep. it but also to have somebody who used to be your friend commit exactly. the act exactly exactly and he was gonna shoot her yeah like oh my god i can't yep. think of anything worse yeah it was horrible it, it was, was truly horrible. horrible y'all it was horrible it was so it was so horrible but i oh, loved how god. i don't know i loved how angeline never um she never like painted one character as a villain more than another yes and it's like even after this, Donna's is like obviously like, well yeah like Travis, oh was terrible to oh, do this absolutely. But yeah. he was also There's kind no of I justifying think, it. No, but yeah, but she's coming, like, you know what the biggest problem is that drugs are becoming such an issue in my community, and what can I do about this? Yes, yeah, yeah. it was it wasn't all about Travis is a bad person. Yeah, he did it wasn't it like was about how can look I... what happened to Travis to yeah. make him do this, and also. Exactly. It like, wasn't it wasn't just about, but... like, avenging Lily's death. It was almost like going all the way back to the root of the problem and avenging the loss of Travis, or the person that Travis was, that led to Lily's death. Yes. And that seemed to, yeah, it was just, yeah, this book Man. was really good. It was very I know, potent. I'm getting chills. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so really then, then Jamie comes, mm-hmm. and she's, like, just standing, like, freaking out because two people are dead yeah and jamie comes and is like okay we gotta go yeah we gotta go and he's like don't tell anyone you were here we got it we gotta leave and then they're like well so basically i think that's when donna puts it together that she's like jamie who are you she's like hang on he's an undercover cop yes oh my god and so you're like what i did not expect i was not expecting it at all i really didn't know anything about this book going into it neither did i yeah um and i was like wow she really because because she was like okay he knew she was like listing the things that made her think it and i was like i never would have come to that conclusion yeah no for real (laughs) real. this is why she's the genius and i'm not i would have been like 
so did you take a CPR class or what? Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, but yeah, she's like, you're an undercover cop. And he's like, yep. And he's like, let me go introduce you to my fake pops. So yeah. Ron, his fake father, right? I think uncle. Or uncle. Yeah, but guardian, whatever, yeah. Uh, that like you know is posing as like his uncle that they've moved to the area or whatever um is his like supervising officer yeah. or whatever and they're like hey so donis we know you've been through some terrible shit right now but you know how you can really help us out slash help out your community slash help us out is uh you could be our uh, ci our confidential was it that informant is that right? informant is yeah. that right confidential informant Am i believe I so that yeah anyways um yeah i mean that's what they do yeah so it turns out that um her uncle david was the ci before her another twist i didn't see coming. another twist i did not see coming <laughs> exactly and so she's like oh my god i thought he had relapsed i like i did not have faith in him yeah. my mom was the only one who still believed in him but it turns out like he hadn't relapsed the reason he was acting so weird before his death was because he was working as a ci for the fbi um trying to they're trying to track down basically not only is the, do they have like a, a big meth problem that's been growing in their community lately but it's been this weird type of meth that's been popping up here and there that's like has this hallucinogenic additive yeah. in it so it's like even worse and so they're trying to track it down based on the ingredients in the meth so basically they're like hey so you're really really smart and so was your uncle we're gonna basically they're like they teach her how to make meth so like she agrees to be the confidential informant stuff they go to this lab as like and so now her and Jamie are posing his boyfriend and girlfriend. Yes, they go to this lab and um, as like a quote unquote like you know like honey not honeymoon like a weekend getaway yeah. type thing. And when she's there, they teach her all about it because she's so brainy. She like remembers all of it, and so now she knows the process. So now she knows what to look for. Yeah, because basically they were like, we want you to, you know, she's she's very conflicted. She's like, I don't want to spy on my community. Yeah, and like how screwed up that you assume it's in my community. You know, yeah. and it's not. Yeah, but so they're like, well, we know that's something in the area. We just want, you know, you to keep your eyes open and know what to look for. And she's, God, she's so smart. I can't with this girl. I know. She's like, okay, I know on Sugar Island, which is, um, okay, isn't that part, is that part of the reservation? Yeah. Okay, that's, like, that's part yeah. of the reservation. Because um, I think that all of her, like, French family lives in, like, Sault Ste. Marie. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking, too. So on Sugar Island, so she goes out there and she's, like, hunting around the specific area I think it's that song. Oh, no, it's not that song. It's not on Duck Island. Oh, Duck Island, too, though. Duck there. Island, I think, is well, where she goes somewhere. hunting for she's the mushrooms. like, out in the boonies, kind of. Yeah. Well, so basically, she's like, I think it's like this additive must be this certain kind of mushroom. Like, she doesn't know what kind of mushroom. So basically, she goes out there every day, like, cataloging, like, hunting yes. for these different mushrooms and cataloging them, which, oh, my God. Like, even the way she, like, lays it out, like, her, like, grid system for how she's going to check the island. I'm just like, God, I could not do that. That would never occur to me. I know. It's so smart. I would be so much more useless. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm sorry. I just like my best friend, and I'm yeah. not going to be your confidential informant. And yeah, since she's no, like, yeah, let's get these guys. She's yeah. like, let's do it. But exactly. then she's also conflicted. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, she's so smart. Yeah. So basically, they – so they – so the, I forget I forget the reason why they're so interested in the hockey team to begin with. Um, there's some connection yeah, the FBI's put together where the hockey team is. Is they're like under investigation yeah. specifically, but yeah. I can't remember either. Well, so basically, there's like what do they call it? Like the boosters or something for like mm-hmm. a the booster club type thing for the hockey team, and this is problematic. So Mike's his name, right? One oh of God. Levi's yes, friends. Yes, Mike. Shitbag Mike. Yes, Anyway, so Mike. shitbag Mike is my <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, they don't refer to him as that. He's just Mike. We don't really know that much about him, but his father is Grant, right? Oh my god, yes. Okay, I want Grant to die. I want him to die. Me too. I was hating this. I hate this. I hate him so much. I, like, don't even want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it either. So, anyways, so they have to get, like, close to the team or whatever, and so she goes to, like, investigate Grant's office, like, looking for, you know, whatever, any signs of... I guess, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, weird finances or something or, like, yeah. weird record keeping. Um, honestly, this is, like, she a lot of She does a lot of investigating. She's very, yeah, and a lot of it was way over my head. So I'm just, like, yeah. I don't know what we're doing, but we're investigating it something. It was also, like, I was, like, okay, I feel like Ron and Jamie aren't doing shit. It's oh, like, yeah. <laughs> I was, like, what are they doing? They're so they, like, useless. What, twiddling their thumbs? Yeah, for Donna's real. Donna's over here, like, just, so like, I investigated this yeah. office yesterday. They're, like, oh, okay. They're just, like, waiting for Donna's to put stuff together. They really are. So... She goes and investigates Grant's office. She almost gets caught. Mike catches her, um, like, kind of sneaking out. And he's like, but he doesn't realize what's going on. He's like, so you came down here to make out with me, huh? And she's like, my boyfriend is upstairs. You know, her fake boyfriend. But still, and he's like, no, I see. You've been, like, looking at me all night. Because she's been, like, flying yeah, him for information all night. and he, like, night. kissed her, too. Yeah, he kissed her. And she's like, um, I'm going to tell my brother about this. Is that what you want? Because, you know, <laughs> Levi will, like, go batshit crazy on people who, like, <laughs> screw around with the sister. And he's like, I'm not afraid of your brother. And you're like, yeah. weird. Because at this point, you're like, you should be. That's <laughs> that boy crazy. I was also so upset by this, too, because this was another instance of her being like, yeah, what the hell? Me and Mike have always been friends. Yeah. Like, she's, like, friends with everybody. And then mm-hmm. finding out that, like, these All these people, people that, suck. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, this sucks. Yeah. It is. It's infuriating. And that's, like, a thing. That just makes me mad. This is just the thing that I see over and over again. And, like, like when you, there's, like, you know, like, mixed friend groups of, like, girls and dudes, there are some dudes who will act like they're just friends and that's all they're interested in until they have an opportunity, any <laughs> little fraction of an opportunity to be, like, we're more than friends now. And they'll freaking take it. And I'm just, like, do you not think at all? Like, <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, did you not even think about, like, what, what would happen with your, like, the dynamic of your relationship going forward if this didn't go well for you? Yeah. Like. It's like, what? how did this not cross your mind? How did it? I just don't get it. I mean. And it was so, Mike was so dumb because she was like, uh, not only was, should he just be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I yeah, misread yeah. the signals. But when, even when she was like, yeah. uh, I'm literally dating Jamie and he's upstairs. He was like, mm, I don't see that lasting. Like, yeah. no. No, no. That's the thing. <laughs> like, not only, okay, if you feel like I really like her, I'm going to put myself out there. She might be interested. KKK, fine. Do whatever. But like, then take, she says, no, take it yes. quickly. Take it quickly take as an answer. <laughs> Do not, don't argue. I know. If she says no, be like, awesome. Thank you. And move on. Thank you for the note. Thank uh, you for the note. I will move on. <laughs> Honestly, you guys, like the one time in my life where a guy expressed interest in me and I right off the bat was like, I really value our friendship and I just see you as a friend. But I mean, I'm really grateful for you and stuff. And I just, you know, yeah, like we're friends and like I like it like that. And he literally was like, yep, got it. OK. And then like walked out the door. Not un- literally was about that much conversation, maybe less. <laughs> walked out the door. Fine. Like not visibly upset. We're still friends. Like, because uh, he didn't what a screw king. it up. What a king. <laughs> I think back to that all the time, and I'm like, why can't guys respond like that? Like, don't throw a freaking fit, you little babies. I, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's true for girls, too, but, like, really, this is the thing that happens with, like, guys are like, but she should like me, though. And yeah. you're like, why? Because I'm entitled he to her liking like, me, was uh, like, you've been, like, looking at me all night. I'm so, like, I'm sorry, because she was looking at you. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, so now we should kiss. We should, like, make out. And she's oh, like, God. I have a boyfriend. And he's like, and... <laughs> well, this freaking family. I mean. Oh, the whole... Yeah, he is a very bad role model. 
Um, still no excuse, but yeah, this whole yeah. family sucks ass. Oh yeah, which we will learn more about later. <sighs> Anyways, um, can too. you feel the stress in my? I'm like stressed out. <laughs> this is this um is stressful. <laughs> there, yeah, this book is a little stressful. I would say uh, trigger warning for the end of the book for um like sexual assault. So yeah, just trigger warning now. Hopefully, I didn't already trigger someone, but that's yeah. So we get into so that you know. later. It's there. Yes. Actually, it's. I would say it's handled really vaguely, so um, you don't get any like you know graphic details that we don't want, which is great. Um, but yeah, it is upsetting. Um, it's upsetting. Anyways, um, so moving on, her and Jamie's relationship is developing. They're obviously growing real feelings for each other, Ooh, which la, is la. really nice because they're cute. both because they're hot hot hot. Can you guys tell I didn't really date in high school? <laughs> Because you're walking around going, ooh, you are hot, hot, hot. And they were like, okay, bye. Oh, God. No, it's because I was making angry faces at all the boys, which was actually legitimate. One time when I went into college, my friend, he was like, yeah, I think I'm just going to tell everyone in college that I chose not to date in high school. (laughs) I could not stop laughing. I thought about it all the time. That is so funny. Um, Yeah, I didn't. I'm trying to think. Why didn't I date in high school? Um, well, you were like homeschooled. Well, yeah, but I was like very involved. I guess with yeah, that, theater um, with that stuff, theater group. Yeah. I mean, we met multiple times a week. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not the same as high school for sure. And then I went to community college for part of high school too. Yeah, I honest, I might have gotten on a date if someone had asked me on a date in community college. Mm-hmm. If somebody from community college did. But the thing with my youth group, my youth group, my like youth theater group was um, the thing where like everyone likes everyone else, <laughs> and also like. I've already had already and these are really good people for the most part already seen how it goes when a girl turns down a guy she's not interested in and the guys would just like throw freaking fits and these were like nice dudes and I was just like I don't want to deal with the aftershock so I'm just gonna be mean and just like I just bitch <laughs> Screw face y'all. I just don't want to date people <laughs> like, yeah um that was also hardcore ash in college so anyways I don't know why I got into that, but um, her and Jamie are oh, yeah. definitely like really liking each they other. They are liking each other. Yeah. They are. They've they been smooch like, yet? They've been smooching. They smooch a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's true. Ron is like, I don't like that you guys are growing real feelings for each other. This is irresponsible. <laughs> and they're like, Screw you. <laughs> Goodbye, Ron. <laughs> oh, um, and I guess we should mention Jamie is an undercover cop, but he is only twenty-two. Oh yeah. Uh, that's what I was curious about. They did not give out his age until way later in the book. I was immediately, I was like, like, how old are you, sir? Because now I'm concerned. I know. (laughs) I was thinking he's got to be in his early twenties, but then I was thinking how young are like the youngest officer? Seriously. I can't believe that he's an undercover cop. He was an intern. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's 22. So the age difference is not like a creepy problem or anything. Um, so basically there's more investigating there's um we get to learn a lot of really interesting stuff about like her tribe and their tri- and their traditions yeah. and um, their family relationships and expectations and stuff and so she's continues to be um she's deeply committed to the traditions of her community yes but she doesn't feel accepted and that's like a thing that goes on and basically her family does convince her to enroll um yeah for membership this was so sweet it was so sweet they basically I filled this. it all out for her She's been going and volunteering. I mean, not even volunteering. Like, she's just going to hang out with uh, Lily's grandmother mm-hmm. at this, um, like, the place where kind of, like, all the older people hang mm-hmm. out. 
And so, like, they all of these, like, older yes, tribal members just love know her. her and they love her because she's just, like, there and hangs out with them and, like, chats with them and stuff and, like, shows them stuff on the phone. Yes, and, like, yes. so they all just love her. And so, basically, she, I think it's something like she needs, like, two or three, like, elder, uh-huh. like, um, to, like, recommendations kind of sign or something. Off on her. And, like, yeah. she gets, like, 25. That was the kind I was, like, about to burst into tears. I did cry a little bit. It was so sweet. <laughs> because before that, she, I think that she had kind of been like, well, I'm not even going to try because, yeah. like, I don't. Because it was hard for her because she didn't quite feel like she belonged yeah. with, like, her tribe. Exactly. But she also didn't. Yeah. Her, like, grandma was, like, low-key racist on the oh, French side. Oh, her grandma side. was absolutely. So, that was, so, so this is like, why she wasn't originally enrolled, even as the daughter of, um, God, what is his name? I can't remember. Isn't it Levi? That's what I was I think thinking. He, I think Levi Jr. Think, is her brother. Yeah, I think it was Levi. Yeah. So, father, her father, Levi, Firekeeper. Mr. Firekeeper. Mr. Firekeeper. So, God, that's dope. I know. <laughs> so when Donna's mom got pregnant with her, she was in, she was 16, so she yeah. was a minor. And yeah, the French and Italian family are definitely racist. And they yeah. were like, um, no, you can't marry him. Well, first of all, he'd gone and cheated on her anyways. Um, but so that's also really nice. But <laughs> yeah, God. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so they basically were like, no, we don't want your daughter Donis to be enrolled in the tribe. And so they refused to let her and they wouldn't, they wouldn't put his name on the birth certificate. Yeah. So that's the reason now she's like what, 18. And mm-hmm. so she's almost past, I think she's technically you have past until the 19, oh, yeah. I think. To that's do right. It. Yeah. yeah. And so she's almost like past the point where she can enroll in membership and her like aunt Teddy has been pushing her to do it, but she just hasn't done it yet. Um, and then this happens, which is like. So nice, especially because everything in the book's been going pretty badly. Yeah, this was sweet. It was the sweet. fact that they all supported her it so was much. So nice. <laughs> Uh, and I was kind of nervous because she walked in. She's like, oh, no, is this an intervention? Because they were all like sitting there like, hello, Donis, we have been waiting for you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God, what did they find out? And I instead know. it was the nice thing. And it was the nice. I know. It was so sweet. Well, she notices that in the joint bank account she has with Levi, oh, there's no. like weird money. It was like, like a weird amount of thousand dollars. Yeah. And then he like basically explains it away because like they get like a certain amount of money from the um, casino or whatever uh-huh. called per cap. And that's a whole thing I don't understand well enough to get into. Um, but anyway, so Levi has some money. From and he's that. like, I'm investing in land in Canada or yeah. something. And okay. Like, as what? soon as he said that, <laughs> as soon as, cause he, before he'd been like, or maybe it was after that. I don't remember. He was like, I want to talk to you about this thing. I want to get land in Canada. And I was like, oh no. Oh no, no. Like I just knew. I was like, something bad yeah. has happened. Well, whenever they it. were like, we really think something's going on with the hockey team. I was like, oh God, oh, Levi's no. involved. Levi's involved. <laughs> Levi's involved. And then she finds, so this is probably skipping a couple plot points, but it's just a ton of investigation. Yeah, there's a lot going on. And her and Jamie growing closer. And that's basically um, like a pretty much the middle chunk of the book. Yeah. And then she finds these like defective hockey pucks that the team was given. Yes. in um, In her room. And she's like, hang on. And she like looks at them and she's like, they're not defective. They're literally like they're disguised containers of meth. Yeah. And she's like, it's not even as good as the meth that I made. She's like, <laughs> my meth was better <laughs> because she's a genius. And I thought that was funny. Um, she's like, mm, I mean, they could have done better with the meth. But. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, she finds her uncle's last journal where he um, yes. figured out basically. It was like in a secret compartment. He was in a secret compartment. Yeah. And she had to use like um, her, like he basically, like he left it for her to find specifically, like yeah. left clues that only she could have figured out. So she's figured this out now. She doesn't tell um, Jamie and Ron everything. Also, like, two other people have died at this point. Oh, have they? Wait, who? Well, Robin oh, died right. and somebody that's else right. died. Heather, right? Heather. Yeah, so then, so two girls um, also had uh, have died during this period of the book from overdoses, correct? Yeah. Both of them? Yeah. 
Um, and she realizes that Robin was probably selling meth, like, yeah. on campus. Yeah, because so she's she even go so there. she's going to school. She dropped a few classes because her life is really stressful. Yeah. But when she's there, she runs into Robin, her old teammate, one of the girls from the hockey team. Mm-hmm. And she's super encouraging and, like, really helps um, Donna get through this, like, moment she's having. And then she dies later. And then um, she's talking to Robin's family. And she's like, I saw her on campus. And they were like, well, she she's not in school we were just trying to get her into rehab at this point she's been struggling with um she's been struggling with meth addiction you know and so no donis did not know that um and heather had died before that which is another girl from the community who has um has had a lot of substance abuse issues so they're like okay something is yeah this is so sad so sad and it's just yeah so basically donis is upset too because it seems like nobody's taking this seriously yeah yeah like no one seems to like really care and that yeah it was just like blow after blow honestly i mean everything was getting worse yeah so the hockey team loses a game and it happens to be when they learn about i think robin's death yes and she's furious because the team is upset but they're not upset about like robin they're like upset that they lost and so like she throws this like big ass fit and that's that's not the way i mean it not like that like she like does like a badass speech and calls all of them out and they're yes. like oh she right and yeah they're like, like oh, okay okay we'll do a, fun- a fundraising game for the community because you know what this our community is our problem we're gonna solve it so that's donna's thing too is like she kind of resents the fbi's involvement at all because she's yes. like this is my community like we're the ones who get who get to fix it like you guys don't get to come in and tell us what to yes do. because like she was kind of feeling like they're so impersonal about it they yeah. just they, they, don't, don't even, they don't know my community. They don't know anybody. They yeah. just want to know all the bad stuff about everybody. She's yeah. like, these are people I've grown up with. You don't exactly. know them. Yeah. yeah. So. so, yeah. So that's that thing that she, like, from the start that, that Angeline did with, like, the character of Travis is the same thing that yeah. she approached, like, with the whole community where she's like, the FBI comes in and just looks at, like, the bad stuff and they don't know, you know, like, there's a lot of really good people here. Yes. And there's a lot of good things about the community. Like, you can't just paint everything as totally black and white. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so yeah, that's a really cool approach that she takes throughout the whole book. So Donis agrees to play in this game, even though she has a past injury and she's not yes. supposed to. So during the game, she injures her shoulder um, badly. Yeah. And then we find out um, that she has nerve damage from the past. So this is why she decided to, to quit hockey. So she's already had to give up on like, she gave up her hockey dream. She had to give up going to that school she wanted to yeah. go to. Like, this is just like, she's had to give up a lot for, she's yeah. just 18 now. And she's still like doing so well overall. You're mm-hmm. just like, like God, she's like a superhuman. So um, she basically, every time like she injures her shoulder again, she loses more feeling. So what is it? Was it from like elbow yeah. up that she can't feel or elbow down? elbow up. I can't remember, yeah. though. I don't know. Basically, she can't. She doesn't have any feeling in a part of her arm because of the nerve damage from her shoulder injury. So she's injured her shoulder again. Um, oh, it's honest. Yeah, <laughs> it's not as bad as it could be. Yeah. But it's not great. And then there's like, what is it? We get to the, what they call it, Shigala? Shigala? Oh, yeah. Shigala, which is... Um, it was so cute. Yeah. It's this like like yearly like hockey gala. Gala. How are you saying yeah. it? Yeah. Um, it's like a big party. It's like a big party. And so, um, yeah, so she's there, they're partying. Does she, is she mad at Jamie at this point or is that after? I think it's after. I think it's after. So right now she's still kind of like head over heels for Jamie. And they go um, back and forth on being mad at each other a lot. Yeah. Her and Jamie do sleep together. I don't remember if that was before or after this. I want to say before. I think it was before also. I think it's before. So they're like really connecting and she's like, you know, finally feels like he says, he's his, he said that he loves her. Yeah. And we've learned that like, um. Like, his feelings are not just, like, you know, from the mission or whatever yes. that he's on. And so she's finally, like, 
kind of accepting. She's got a lot of trust issues too, which is understandable from like other stuff in her past. But um, she's like kind of like finally accepting this, and he's being so good about it. Like, Jamie he's, is like really nice. He's so nice. Like she, he, <laughs> he touches her hair once, and she like flashes back to this other bad memory, and he like immediately notices and immediately yeah. addresses it, and like doesn't do it again. And, yeah. Like, same for like when he says I love you to her, and she freaks out, and he's immediately like, okay, this is definitely something else, which I love. Okay, guys. <laughs> What what did I see? Uh, I saw this thing that said something um, like that you're supposed to like keep in mind with people like a, a loved one, friend, whatever. If it's hysterical, it's historical, Ooh. which means if somebody has a reaction that seems totally out of proportion to the situation, they're not crazy. They're probably reacting because it triggered something that's already happened to them. Yeah. So, I mean, Jamie was like the master of recognizing if it's hysterical, it's historical. Yeah, he's, um, yeah, that's true. Super admired that about him because that is, I mean, hard to do. I think especially because I think dudes are not trained to be as like emotionally intuitive. Like they're just mm-hmm. not, you know, taught to. I think it's especially uncommon to see that kind of reaction in dudes. So seeing that, I was like, oh my God, Jamie, I love you. I know. <laughs> Jamie. And he also like, one part that I thought was cute was, I mean, it was kind of funny, but he, like, called her and was like, where where are you? Like, I've been trying to call you. Yeah, he's like, are you okay? He was, like, freaking out. He, like, texted her, like, five times. She's like, oh, my God, calm down. Like, I literally yeah. told you there's no service over here. And he's yeah. like, okay. Like, he was kind of like, okay, you're right. Like, like I won't yeah. be weird about it. He yeah, was he's like, like, um, just... So that, he's like, no biggie, but like, um, could you just like, I don't know, like, let me, let me just let me know you're okay, maybe. Just like, or... just so I know you're safe. It's not like to, for not me to like, be weird. He's yeah. like, I'll do the same thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> so that's going well. Um, but okay, so she's, everything is still kind of off. People are dying. She's, she's, she's <laughs> what? Everything is kind of off. Oh, like people, people are, dying. are dying. Like the vibes are really bad the, right now. The vibes are really bad. The vibes are are really bad so even though some good things have happened at this point in the book at, we're at the Chagall or whatever and she's still stressed out like things are still oh, yeah. there's still a lot of like really stressful stuff happening besides like a horror her and Jamie thing going well and then Grant shows up Mike's dad and he basically blackmails her he's like I knew you were in my office I have like security camera footage mm. or whatever of um so he's like I'll show you back in my hotel room and if not I'm gonna you know like out you to everybody so and he basically, I think he says that he knows she's a CI or whatever. Mm-hmm. So she goes back with him and he assaults her and it's horrible. And now basically she can't, basically he says you can't tell anybody because there's like like security footage from the hotel of you coming willingly with me. Yeah. So it's horrible. But he's also known for, he's like, he's known for like at all of the hockey events, like finding like some girl to like sleep with or whatever. Yeah. And I mean, it's before this, like, we didn't know that it was, like, actual hockey players. I assumed it was, like, other, like, moms and stuff. Because I think he did sleep with, one like, someone's mom yeah, already. So. But, um, like, at first I just thought, like, oh, he's just a slimy cad, you know? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, no, he's a rapist. And I hate him. And I want him to die. Yeah, I was um, surprised by that. I also thought he was yeah. just going to be like, oh, this is a gross guy. Yeah. And, and then it was like, oh, no, he's, like, terrible. Oh, no, he's he is off. I mean... I'm so angry I was of all the like, characters. Really upset. I was like, Jamie, sweetie, where are you? Where are you with your with your gun that you can use? <laughs> Literally, yeah. Somebody come shoot this dude. Yeah, exactly. I was pissed. Um, I was so so angry. Um, so uh, so upsetting. So okay. upsetting. <laughs> okay. So she goes back to the dance or whatever the Shigala, and she does not tell Jamie what's going on. Uh, later that night, um, she kind of like they're alone together and they're meeting up with Ron and. She freaks out, and it's because of this, you know, brand new trauma she's just undergone. And again, Jamie's like, 
something's going on like he first he's really confused and then he it clicks and he's like oh my god something happened and mm-hmm. he doesn't quite know what but he's already trying to put together the pieces yeah but ron shows up as like i think she punched him yeah she broke his yeah. nose so don is punched punched jamie broke his nose ron shows up doesn't know what's going on but he immediately is like jamie you're never gonna be a cop <laughs> he's like you ain't worth shit <laughs> <laughs> it's true so ron is like back back the f off jamie and you're like okay this is like everything is out of control yeah, right like, now oh my god the girlies are fighting i know <laughs> yeah so um so he so ron takes jamie home not jamie sorry donna's home and oh man this is like taking no i know, to I know. like oh my god this book is way more intense than i thought it this would book be. is so intense so basically she's still putting stuff together now i think this is when she figures out that her brother is definitely involved it, yeah it is yeah and this is when she figures out that he has not only is he the mule mm-hmm. for the meth um he has framed her to go down for yeah it. he put it all in her name yeah so he I put all the transfers in pissed. her name he's the one who hid the the hockey pucks with the meth in her room i was so angry especially after all this bullshit that levi's been like about like protecting his sister and yeah stuff. and like it seemed like they were close like yeah. they grew up yeah together i yeah. mean i was so mad i could so infuriating it. so infuriating so basically she she's trying to get proof so she goes and like sneaks into levi's room at his house and first of all she finds this her dad's scarf who she's been asking levi if she's if um, he this is like the scarf like that um, their dad used to like have them hold on to the ends and he pulled them around on the ice. Yeah. And so it's just like the one thing Donis wanted of his forever. Yeah. And so she's been asking Levi to find it and he just keeps saying he can't. And it's yeah. literally right there in his room. Yeah. So first of all, she's like, wow, betrayal, like number 10, like yes. on the list. So his mom hears her up in the room though. Mm-hmm. And so almost catches her there. Donis manages to sneak out. Um, but then later, <laughs> Levi's mom shows up at Donis's house and she's saying, like, she's freaking out. She's like, Levi's in trouble. My son, my son. And Donis is like, okay, um, it's going to be fine. And then Levi's mom drugs her. Yes. So like, I was what? shocked again. I was like, okay, so Levi sucks. Levi's mom sucks. It's just like, you it just goes keep all adding. the way to the top. <laughs> <laughs> this book is just, you keep adding people on the list that suck. Yes. And there is a definite order of, like, how much they suck. <laughs> yes. Like, top of the list, I want to say Grant. Um, yes, Grant. Um, Grant definitely sucks. Um, Honestly, Levi was very high up there for me just because of the betrayal. Just because of the betrayal. Otherwise, he would have been farther down yes. because of the betrayal. But I was so and upset then at him. And then probably, like, Mike. Oh, Mike. Because we learn, we're about to learn that Mike is the mastermind, pretty much. Yes, Mike's, yeah. Yeah. Um, Travis is also out there because he killed Lily. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I feel bad for, you know, his life and how it went, but he killed Lily, so. Yeah, asshole. Yeah. Um, Anyways, so, God, so many shitty people in this book. (laughs) (gasps) I miss Lily. I missed her, like, the whole book. I I was like, I wish Lily was here. She was so fun. She was, she was like goth and spunky. She was fun. Oh, and here's another thing. We forgot to mention. This book is set in like 2003. Yeah. And at first I was like, why are they texting like this? Nobody texts like this. And then yeah, later I was like, like yeah. oh. I loved it. I <laughs> it was loved so cute. it. Like one of the elders was like, I, I can't figure out how to, what is an iTunes card? He was I like, know. can you help me with this? She was like, okay, basically you can get any song for 99 cents. And I was yes. like, this is so funny. I, I love that. Guys, I still use iTunes. <laughs> I still use iTunes. If anyone wants to get me an iTunes card, oh not God. a problem. I want to buy Reba's new album, like her <laughs> remix oh revisited God. one. I didn't know she had a new album. Yeah, she did a song. She did a duet with Dolly Parton, and it's really great. Anyways, um, God, I really just like identified myself as Southern. Anyways. Um, and as somebody who still uses 
iTunes cards. <laughs> oh my god! No, I don't use iTunes cards because no one gives them to me oh, anymore. But you would if you kept. I memes. would right now. I'm just like, oh, whole ninety nine cents. Okay, <laughs> that's a whole song I can download. <laughs> this is incredible. True. Yeah. So, I'll give um, you a secret. You can just pay like nine dollars, and you can get any song you want if you use like Apple Music. I already have so many songs of, on They transfer over. No. I want to be able to burn my CDs. Okay. <laughs> I want to be able to mix my playlists and burn my CDs, Kendall. Oh, my God. This really is 2003. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why this book, like, the setting, I was like, uh-huh, and? like <laughs> Some of the outfits, too, she was describing. She was like, she was wearing platforms. Platforms? Flip-flops. flip-flops. I was yeah. like, oh, my I Lord. I was like, I had a pair. Yeah, Absolutely. everyone did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, such a good time. Anyways, um. God, we're going to pick up the story. So she's been kidnapped. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Right. Donna's got kidnapped. So she got kidnapped. Uh, she wakes up in like this trailer. I think oh it's a trailer. And this is Jamie's so there. So I was like, hooray, Jamie is there. Um, oh, but no, also Jamie like, oh, no. Jamie. <laughs> oh, no. Jamie's there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Hot, hot, hot Jamie is kidnapped. Oh, man. He oh, is... man. Don't worry. He's still hot, hot, hot. Kidnap, 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 Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> god um okay so then so then levi shows up with his goons Boo. yeah he's got um stormy who's like his bestie we haven't mentioned freaking yet. stormy stormy's there i was also mad at this betrayal yeah stormy's betrayal too because he's like kind of also grown up with honest yeah. um and he's just been like a good buddy mike is there but we already hate him at this point yeah, because of the mike. whole like getting mad about her not kissing the him whole, thing. Like, yeah thing. and then also his and father's his, like freaking dad dickweed yes. yeah so, Mike so we hate there. everybody. So we hate all of the boys who just walked in. <laughs> hate them all. Just in case y'all are trying to keep count, we hate all three. So. All three. Um, she's like, Levi, how freaking could you? And he's like, we could be in on this business together. And Mike's like, shut up, God. Levi. And now we learn Levi, who's like the captain of the hot. Is that you, do you call them captains? I don't know. He's like the yeah, leader. I think so. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know He's anything. Mr. Hockey. He's Mr. Hockey. Uh, so he's like in public in charge yeah. and like even like Mike seems to defer to him but yeah. now we learn Levi is just Mike's bitch like <laughs> Mike's the real Mr. Hockey eh <laughs> oh <laughs> oh god but yeah so Mike's they were like hey what are you doing in here yeah <laughs> they all say use use an a use an a yeah <sighs> Levi's there I keep sighing and saying so because this book so I... um <laughs> So something not that chill happened so, last night. <laughs> this book is just a succession of so then something not so chill happened. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, Mike's basically like, all right, so here's the deal, Donis. You're gonna make some sweet sweet math for us, and it's gonna be <laughs> cooking up that it's sweet quote. sweet math. It's a quote from New Girl. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> the sweet sweet math. Thing. Um, anyway, so she's like, so you're really smart and stuff, which means you're gonna make the best math. Um, so we're gonna. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. No, but it's funny. And it's funny. Um, I mean, it's not funny, but it is I mean, funny. It's not funny. No, I've never laughed at meth. <laughs> God, um, this one's called like meth X too. Yeah, it's like it's super like meth. Super... <laughs> okay, God, this book is so stressful. You have to find a way to laugh. Um, <laughs> super. super. <laughs> oh God. Anyways, um, God, everything hurts. Anyways, 
lose it. We're all so sorry, we're listeners. So we're really close. close, I promise. Okay, oh, so she basically says, she pretends to, that she's going to cooperate. And Levi's like, awesome, brother, sister time. And you're like, Levi, you absolute moron. You dipshit. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you major dipshit. Um, so Mike's like, basically, you're going to go with Levi to this place. And it's the property he brought, he bought, right? I think so. I think so. And you're going to go, you know, make meth for us and we're going to sell it. And hooray. <laughs> you laugh every time I say something about meth. <laughs> I don't know. It's funny. Like, go make the meth. <laughs> All right, Bessie, are you ready to make some meth? <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly like cooking that's... up the meth, cooking the meth. That is Levi's vibes about it. He's like, this is going to be so great for <laughs> us, Donnie. do the cooking by the book. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So. Yeah, he's he's like, this will be great for a relationship. Oh my God. Exactly. Brother, brother and sister. sister. <laughs> brother, sister, meth time. Oh, God. Yeah. So, but Donna's could have summarized this book in like 10 seconds. Yeah, she would. And like, she would have hit all the important points. And she would have, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Anyways, so. Well, sorry, we can't be <laughs> Sorry, we can't be as amazing as Donna. Is this podcast just fangirl Katie Garza Donna? <laughs> it's so true. <gasps> what if they teamed up? Oh, my God. They they could they would take over the world and I'd be okay with it. Oh my god! I'd be I'd like, like step on me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I will lay down in this puddle for you to walk across my back. my leash. My leash. <laughs> oh my god! I want like okay. I don't know if we have any listeners who are like good at art, but I really want like Adonis, Katie Garza like team up. They're all like, what? Who's kind. Katie Garza? Y'all didn't listen to the anything for Billy. <laughs> listen to the anything for Billy episode. Another really great book. And God, Kate, I would go to the ends of the earth for Katie Garza, yeah, and oh I would god. for Adonis as well. I would totally. They have please somebody very do fan art similar of them. power. I want. I so want fan art of them. Okay, they so they do because they're both like badass but very kind, yeah. likable, but they don't take shit. Yeah, you know? exactly. They're both they're both very badass and yet also feminine. Yeah, which it's I'm true. like that's what I think that's like it's so nice to see because like often like when we see like you know quote unquote strong women in like movies, books, TV, it's like a really masculine woman, which is fine, except that it seems like the only way that a woman can be quote unquote strong in media is if she acts like a dude. And yeah. you're like, okay, well if that's not like, you can also be feminine and be strong. So it's just yeah, nice agreed. to see, totally like, agreed. these two women who are, like, they're both women and they're proud of being a woman. And so, like, they're just, anyways, they're just themselves and they're so strong and they don't have to act like someone else to, like, be perceived as strong. I am loving women. <laughs> I am loving women. So, oh, Flora's having such a good time now because Auntie Spoons is playing with her while I we're talking. I am playing with the thing. With the thing. Hi, yeah. baby. So... Basically, he says, if you try and get away, Donis, uh, we're going to kill Jamie. No biggie. So what they don't know is that Jamie had like a GPS bracelet, like not, yeah, like a watch. And he put it around Donis's ankle. So there's no reception on the island. I think they're on Duck Island again. Yeah. I think. I they're by some cliffs, basically. Yes. It's not a Seems safe like place. Seems like there's not reception anywhere. Yeah. This is the area where people's, they're like, people's bodies wash up here sometimes. It turns yes. out these are people who've been murdered, it sounds like, recently. And then, yeah. like, then they let their bodies wash up. They're like, that's how they found Heather, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that's how, because, oh my God, because Donna's found Heather. Yeah, you guys. So that was another thing another that happened. Another trauma thing. She was like, oh, there's a dead body. God, so much trauma in this book. Oh my God. How is she like alive? How I would have completely so shut well. down. God, she is so high functioning. It's amazing. Basically, she's in the car with Levi. Uh, she's kind of like tricked Levi into thinking that she's going to cooperate. And yeah. um, then when they're on the ferry, though, to go back to Flora, come on. 
<laughs> if you guys want to know what that sound is, it's just, my cat dragging her wand toy she tore, like, yeah. through the coffee table. And she took the whole thing under the couch. Yeah. That was so cute. She was like, no biggie. No one can see me. I am invisible cat. So she tricks Levi into thinking she's going to cooperate. And then when they're on the ferry and they're blocked in, basically she sees all her besties, all her like the old folks besties. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, something looks like up with honest. And then it's, what's her name? Sini or something? Sini. Sini. Okay, I love Sini so much. Yes. Like, she's not a huge character, but she's like this older woman who's just like, you can tell she knows shit. Like, <laughs> she catches on fast yeah. to everything. And so she like sees Donis in the car and Donis is like making a face at her mm-hmm. like, this is bad news. I need help. And so basically all of these people, like there's a bunch of other people from the tribe, like all the people that Donis has just been hanging out with. Um, with what's it, Grandma June, Lily's grandma, mm-hmm. and they all text each other, which they can do because she taught them how to text. <laughs> oh, and they're bless like, her "Block Levi in," and they do. And then Levi's like, "Shit, shit, 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 shit." <laughs> and Don is, um, she gets, basically she gets out of the truck. Um, she you know calls Ron on the phone, and she's like, "Jamie is this location." And then they um, manage to get off the ferry, and she is basically doesn't Levi like gets away right, or he's starting to get away, and then. And then she's going to try and follow him, but she needs, like, a car. And so then her old hockey coach pulls up, and he's like, I got you, Donis. Get in the car. We'll go after him. She gets in the car, and it's bad news. Um, the coach was very much in on it. He's been, like, running this shit. Yeah, another twist. Yeah, another twist. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Me neither. No, I, I was like, about it. I even kept thinking, you know, at least their coach is a good person. Yeah. I kept thinking that. Turns out not. Turns out, no. He also sucks. So... At this point, I'm like, well, shit, we're so close to the end of the book now. Yep. How possibly can this resolve? <laughs> and Donis is like, I know just how to fix this, and crashes the car. Like, grabs a steering wheel and, like, crashes the car into a tree. Yeah. Yeah. And then Ron shows – no, not Ron shows up. Her old boyfriend who gave her TJ. some of her trauma, TJ. But then we learn, like, that – so they had a really bad breakup. This mm-hmm. was something that she's also been kind of traumatized by that she's been dealing with. And then we learn um, – the reason that the breakup was so traumatic was largely because Levi and all of his goons threatened TJ. Yeah. They were um, like, we're going to kill you. They're like, we're, we're going to actually kill you if you don't break up with Donis. And so Donis didn't know that. So yeah. we also, it was nice to get to see some resolution to that because it, that, that breakup has kind of been haunting her. Yeah. Like the whole book. Yeah. The whole book. Yeah. So that was good to see. Um, so TJ's there. He, he basically like, you know, gets her out of the car. He helps her out, shoots Levi in the leg. <laughs> Levi's like, Donnie, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> and she's like, mm, okay. Anyways. Well, basically, um, he basically tries to like say I had nothing to do with it. And he's like, Donna, tell them, tell them. And she says, I love you too much to do that. Yeah. And I was like, yes, Donna, she gets tough love. Yep. Like, yeah. Um, so that was good. And then even as, and this was where I was like, there is hope for Levi even after she says that so basically like you know I mean not rats him out but, but kind of like screw but you kind of like just like <laughs> yeah that's he did the thing here he is and she like tells him she's like Levi so and so so and so are all involved in this and even as she's like running off to go because now she's like we have to get to Jamie yeah so she's trying to like run off to go find Jamie and as she's leaving Levi's yelling I love you over yeah. and over again and I was like I love you I'm sorry and keeps yeah. yelling that and I was like okay there is some hope for you. We'll see how he does. I think he could. I think he has a good heart at the root of it. Yeah. I think he got very, I think A, he got manipulated, but B, he also is very power hungry. I think. Yeah. So anyways, um, it was good to see that he wasn't like, screw you, bitch, when she was like, yeah, he did the thing. Yeah, exactly. So, which is what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're right. That was some hope, I guess. Yeah, it was just a tiny, just, I'm looking, I'm grasping for hope anywhere <laughs> <laughs> in this book. 
Uh, they go, they find Jamie, and it looks like Stormy is about to chop off Jamie's oh, yeah. like ankle with an axe. And so she attacks Stormy. It turns out Stormy was trying was trying to cut through the chain yeah. that was holding Jamie. Like Stormy had decided, like, this is not for me. He's like, yo, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. I'm not about this. I don't want to do this. Um, so that's good. Everything seems to be going like everything seems like it's gonna be okay now. Yeah. Except then she collapses and we learn okay so that car accident was pretty serious (laughs) so she's not all right so she's not all right what is it like her liver i think her Um, yeah her liver got like exploded or yeah basically and so she's been like bleeding internally and so she's in the hospital for days and then she basically dies she basically dies yeah Yeah. um she basically oh yeah and she like sees like in the afterlife like the people that she's lost yeah Yeah. um she sees lily she sees like there's like a big party going on and she sees her grand mary yeah and then when she wakes up she she finds out that she's passed away yeah and you were like and they're like how did you know you know and she was like because i was in the spirit world for a second there it was really cool (laughs) don't worry about it (laughs) worry about it um so the way lily says hi (laughs) yeah exactly so things are going good that's that's awesome finally some things are resolved she's you know she's now she started out not knowing where she belongs now she feels like she belongs yeah um she definitely has man has her metal been tested she is oh my god yeah so much stronger than she ever knew so much stronger than i knew a person could be but now seeing it because it was written so realistically i'm like okay like she made it she made it which means like okay i've not gone through anything nearly as shitty as this i can definitely make it you know so basically jamie's like this is great everything's you know resolved we can be together now i love you so much um and she's like my guy you don't know who you are oh here's the other thing too is like that i haven't mentioned at all um he knows so we learned that jamie knows he he comes from a tribal community he just doesn't know who his community is he was adopted out which is other whole other thing uh-huh. where um native children had been for years taken from their families basically and adopted out yeah which is horrible um and they were sent to boarding schools and it was a whole a whole thing i mean i remember studying it in school some but yeah if you, you guys you can look into it yeah for the y'all whole do your story. research but that so, shit's messed up it is so basically <clears throat> she says i think you were adopted out and he was like adopted like he doesn't know anything really yeah um so he's like wait that's a thing that happens and you're like yes my guy and so then he's like i was adopted and you're like yeah guy and so basically she's like you need to figure out who you are like yeah. go find your community like go figure out who you are without this undercover stuff basically he's done one undercover off before and that's how he got the scar yeah like he only knows who he is when he's undercover is basically the implication <laughs> he's not that good at and it and he's not very good at it <laughs> so but he's like but i love you and i know that and this is where like i was like but he loves you Nana. i know me <laughs> like, but he really loves you i know and i was like Nana, i want something good for you you love like, him can we not like can you not both go try and find his yeah exactly <laughs> exactly like why can't you go like you know like grow together and stuff <sighs> i don't know I mean, well, so she basically, and I get why she makes this decision because she thinks about um, Travis and Lily. And Travis was like, I need you. And then Jamie says something to the effect of, I need you. I know who I am when I'm with you. Yeah. And And she's she's like, like, I can't be that for you, which is true. Absolutely. So I get where she's coming from with that. Um, I just didn't think his thing was as severe as Travis's was. I was thought like, I thought it was a thing where like, he feels like he belongs when he's with her. And I get that. 
Yeah. Like, I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing. No. I do think you should know who you are without a partner. So yes. I think that's where Donna's is coming from. Yeah. So I mean, she they probably needed some time apart anyway, maybe, yeah. just because everything happened so fast. It's and very it true. it was traumatic. Yeah. Basically, I was still sad, though. So was I. But so, so Donna's <laughs> basically turned him down. She yeah. was like, maybe if we meet up, you know, another time in our lives and we're both, like, healthy and whole and we know who we are separately, then great. You know, we'll see. Yeah. Um, so that made me sad. Because <laughs> I was like, I just wanted something good. So that made me sad. Um, and I took that personally. <laughs> so I took that like a personal attack. <laughs> no. So I was just, I just wanted something good for Donis. But I think we're supposed to perceive this as a happy ending. And it is, it's not an unhappy ending. But I so badly wanted something really, really good for her. And I really wanted Jamie for her. Instead, it's like she is learning to deal with all of the bad stuff that happened. And yep. I'm like, and you're okay, like, I guess that's good. I guess that's okay, too, I guess. Um, I'm just going to pretend that they do meet up later when they're yes. both, you know, whole well, and he knows who like he is. Kind of, there's like a letter or something at the end. What? Yeah, like a postcard. She gets a postcard. Is there? Oh, here's another thing that we should have that I should have mentioned. So Jamie and Ron have been trying to like set up the situation so that the guilty parties can be apprehended and um, they can be you know accounted for in the legal system. And so this is where Angeline touches on something that I want to mention because it's a thing that we've been seeing more and more about in the media, and it's good that we have been seeing it and we all should be more aware of it. Which is that um, tribal women often do not get the same level of justice or attention when crimes are committed against them than um, you know yeah. white women do, which is horrible. Um, so basically, Angeline touches just really briefly on it at the end where she says, um, basically, they want to prosecute Grant because, you know, he assaulted Donis and probably other girls, too. But they can't. I think it's implied that he did, that he assaulted Robin yes, and Heather. I think I Robin. Think. Yeah. At least Robin, for sure. So it's horrible. And so um, Angeline touches on it and doesn't resolve it because it's not resolved. You guys, this stuff is still happening in the real world. Yeah. Um, where basically there's an issue between... Um, like the tribal courts and um, the, you know, the normal courts that we all know, um, those of us who are not Native American. Um, and so basically there's a, an issue with the systems where Grant has found this loophole where basically he can't be prosecuted for yeah. what he's done. Because I think it's because it happened on reservation property, yeah. I believe. Um, so as I don't know all the legality behind it, but... I think that's part of the problem, yeah, which that I didn't realize. Sucked. It does. And he was going to be like their star witness or whatever. Yeah. For the oh god. Yeah. So it's horrible. That's a thing Angeline touches on just a little bit at the end of the book. So I wanted to touch on it just a little bit at least, um, just because it's something we should all be more aware of because that shit does happen. Yeah. And it is true that also that those crimes just don't get as much attention. I don't know if it's just because there's a different legal system for the tribes that they use, you know, versus what you know the rest of us use. I think that's got to be part of it because. I would never, ever assume that one a crime committed against one person is more or less important than one committed against a different person. I would never feel that way. I don't think a lot of people would feel that way. But we're not getting the same coverage. Yeah. Which is awful. So It's true, though. Like, yeah. That, yeah. I think it needs people more coverage. People who are from more marginalized communities are mm-hmm. usually not... Their cases are not as prevalent in the media. Yeah, that's the thing. is... Yeah. unfortunate so we need to pay attention to those and if you get the chance to you know bring those up in like a wider audience like always do that's something that we should be pushing more because we all know that we all know that a crime against one person is not less important than a crime against another person it makes no difference at all yeah so there is the issue with like there is a, apparently i'm assuming based on the implications at the end of the book like there is an issue with like the legal systems like there's loopholes that shouldn't exist so that's a problem but i think the bigger problem is that nobody's talking about it yeah. Um, so I like that Angeline touched on that. I liked that. I also like that it wasn't the whole thing of the book, because it's 
you know, any book that's like only has one political message is just hard to get into as a story. So Angeline's whole thing was like to tell a story. And so just the way that she put it in at the end like that, along with, I mean, there was a bunch of other really important themes. Yeah. Too and there the were book. other things like that were about that too. Sort yeah. Of. Like absolutely more about, well, like, yeah. yeah, like the whole Grant's whole character from the start is like an example of this problem. Yes. Um, as there are many other implications, but my, I think my point is she intertwined her, this message that needs to be heard so authentically into the story yeah. that it didn't, you almost got the message more than you would if it was supposed to be like, you know, screaming at you, you know? Which is where I think she even talks about the power of storytelling. Yes, yes, yeah, so and true. That's, that's something I had wanted to say was because I think across cultures, storytelling is always important. Like it is one of like the most important methods of communication, of identity, of passing down identity in a culture. Um, it's true for tribes. It's true for everybody. Like stories mean so much, which is why I, and I've said it before, like in another episode, but never let somebody make you think that fiction's not important yes storytelling is and has always been the most effective way to communicate a message to people without people just shutting off and not wanting to listen it's so true it's yeah. really very true yeah so also, i she did amazingly she That's did all. yes yeah. i agree i totally agree 100 percent. and i think i made up the thing about the postcard oh, i think i no. dreamt it you dreamt because you wanted That's some kind of I resolution I i'm gonna choose it. to believe it yennefer Yennefer was just trying to put her claws into your shoes. No one likes it when you do that. That's quite rude. You have a bunch of scratchers. Anyways, um, and that's this book. <laughs> the end. The oh, end and she's going to go to Hawaii, right? Oh, that's right. She's going to go study. Um, I can't pronounce it, probably. You no, know, plant stuff. Plant stuff. Uh, in- <laughs> oh, my God, I feel real dumb. <laughs> she's going to go study that in Hawaii. Yay. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's a positive ending. It is. I just, I really wanted her naming to me to go. I know. But I also saw this thing once when I was watching a, um, it was a documentary on like History Channel or something yeah. about like this, uh, it was these two people who'd been like stranded, a guy and a girl, and they like had to survive for like months in the wilderness basically together. And uh-huh. then they were finally rescued and they dated for a while, but then <laughs> they broke up. Uh-huh. And then there was like, I think it was a psychologist or something who commented and said that relationships that are, that are originated under like intense pressure don't typically last outside of it that's like what, that's literally the line from speed it was. Like, yeah you know i heard that relationships um oh god that be can whatever basically he's like the they thing. never last they never last and then they're like and then she goes well i guess we'll just have to base it on sex then and then they make out ah, do you remember? that's right i do remember that now i do remember that. but that's a real thing so i did have that thought where i was like i guess it's again Angeline, don't be realistic so much. I'm just kidding. Angeline, it's good. Oh my God. But she's so realistic because I, know. I, I mean it is it is true. I mean, typically those relationships don't last. At least that's what so what the psychologists say. I know. And they would See, that's what I was I thinking too. I was like, yeah. well. Oh but well. I the idealist in me wants to be like, no, they love each other forever. And in our brains, they get back and together. And our brains later. they get back together later <laughs> when Jamie knows who he is and um, They've had some time. They've had some time. I mean, yeah. Donis is already perfect, so I don't know. <laughs> right. But I do feel like She's got some a unresolved lot trauma. Of trauma, yeah. yeah. Oh, she needs a lots lot. of she therapy. She needs some therapy. Yeah. I just can't imagine living with one of the things that happened to her in this book. I know. Like, even I don't, one. I don't know how she Even functions. like finding a dead body. Oh my God, I know. I could never do that. She has so <laughs> many, and not even like little traumas. Like she's got some little traumas, but like, oh my God. She has so much big trauma yes. and different types of big trauma. <laughs> big oh my God. Trauma. 
But she makes her own path for herself. She makes her way through it. She never gives up. She is still like this like shining beacon of determination. The power she of self-esteem and determination. God, I love her. Yeah. What a queen. So I like that too. was like she didn't let her trauma rule her life. Whereas like I think we look at characters like Travis who didn't have, you know, True. the best time. And... You know, hasn't obviously had some self-esteem issues before this, and I don't. We don't know a ton about his background, but um, actually, we do know a little bit about his background, and it wasn't great. Yeah. Um. So, and you know, then who knows if that's why he became addicted to meth or what? But we do know there's tends to be a link between you know when you're reaching for something in your life, you know, and that's what's there, and that's what makes you feel better. Yeah. Anyways, so basically, it's just the way you handle it. You know, I think Donis is a shining example of. You know, the worst shit in the world can happen to you, but it's all about how you handle it. You know, you get to decide who you become. Your trauma doesn't get to decide who you become. It's so true. Yeah. I love her. I think we probably have the same favorite character and least favorite character. Donis and Grant? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, cool. (laughs) Okay, great. (laughs) Uh, Favorite part? (laughs) Oh, God. Um... I kind of like the part towards the beginning when Jamie and uh, Donis went to the powwow together. That was a sweet race. That was cute. Yeah, that was and cute. she was like showing him around. Yeah. And I, I was like, oh too. my God, he's so cute. And it was before everything bad happened. So that's why it was your favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think probably one of my favorite parts was probably a Donis and Jamie part. Um, I don't know. I Can I say Jamie as a, not Jamie, Donis as a character is my favorite part? <laughs> Sure, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I love Donis. I love everything that Donis does. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> she's amazing. I just love, I love, I love exactly what I just said, which is that, um, that's my favorite part, is that Donis was not, never defined by her trauma, and she's determined to never be defined by her trauma. Yeah. And if anyone were to have the excuse to let their trauma define them, it would be Donis. Yes. And yet she doesn't. And I think that's amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, I want to she be She is you. like ready to go still, and yeah. I love her, but... You know, she's realistic. She's not like a machine. Yeah, you know, exactly. She's got issues. She has issues and she has feelings and she's not having a good time, but she's strong she's and doing determined. Her best. She's doing her best. Exactly. <laughs> well, she seems determined to do her best no matter what. And yeah. I think that's great because it can be really easy to be like, you know what? Life is hard. I give up. And she never lets like how bad things are like affect her kindness yeah or her exactly. like empathy yeah she's always kind to people she's always she's always helping people if she can she never stops doing yeah. that that's the kind of person i want to be me too it's really good like kurt vonnegut quote about that i have to find it later anyway. oh yeah 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 i think I know what you're talking about um anyway so what's your favorite quote uh okay here's my favorite quote we love imperfect people we can love them and not condone their actions and beliefs yeah it's true it is true that's a good I one i mean I feel like that's something to remember. It's super something to remember. I think especially where we all are culturally right now, we should all really keep that in mind because everyone is so busy not condoning anything anyone else is doing that we're all forgetting like you can still love people without condoning what they're doing. Yeah, even if you really... No one is saying or doing the things they're doing because they're trying to be evil. Like they really think that that's best. So... That's true. I mean, it's... it's... I mean, there are some people where I'm like, I will not love you, but I think, you know, I don't let the little things get in the way of remembering that you love people. Yeah, it's true. Well, I mean, yeah, just no one, you you can definitely love somebody even if they're imperfect. And exactly. Just I mean, everybody's in, imperfect. Everyone's yeah. imperfect. Exactly. Nobody's got it figured out. I think just keeping in mind that most people are doing their best. Like most people, like some people are just true dicks. That's true. Yeah. But for the most part, people are just doing their best. 
And if they if they just have a different idea right now about what the best is, they might change their minds, or you might change your minds. Who knows? But it doesn't matter in the long run. That's true. They're Everyone's just, they're just trying. Their and best. if you're not doing your best, try do better. better to do your best. Do better. Do better. <laughs> yeah. Um. So my favorite quote is: "Wisdom is not bestowed in its raw state. It is the heartbreak of knowing things you wish you didn't." Oh. I think that's very very true. I'm crying. Yeah, I think wisdom is learning from your pain, which Donis is like a great example of too. Like That's she doesn't old just people have wisdom. Some of them. <laughs> yeah, not all of them. Yeah, I guess. no, I'm thinking of some people I know who like they did the opposite. <laughs> like bad things happen and they blamed the world, and they didn't learn anything. And they just became embittered. Yeah, that's true. And they became embittered and victimy, and you're like, "Wow, nice way to grow through your trauma." Excellent work, everyone. Excellent, excellent work. <laughs> Great performance. <laughs> yeah, but I think yeah. I mean, God, she had so much good stuff to say. Angeline had so much good stuff to say, but I think she that's did. True. I'm yeah. a fan. I'm a fan of Angeline. I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan. Um, and how great that she published it. What you said, she's 54. Yeah, I love it. You guys, it's never too late. No, and she killed it. No, she so killed it. Oh my god! Anyways, How many stars? Um, we don't need to do least favorite part. We already know. Yeah. How many stars? Five. <laughs> nice. Five. Nice. Five pinkies. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm so. Finally, it's not me that did it. Oh, it's I'm kicking myself so off the pod. No, I do it all the time. <laughs> How many pinkies? Five pinkies. Five pinkies. Way up, like on an old like movie cover. <laughs> Two thumbs way, way up. up. Oh, God. Yeah. So is, is that, what are yours? Is it five or what? For me, it's, I think, four. Four? Yeah. Nice. I really, really liked it, and I thought it was very well done. Yeah. But it, I feel like, for me, five pinkies are, like, favorite books, you know? Yeah. I think this is in my, this is in my collection of favorite books now. Wow. That's awesome. I just, it was, it was so well written. It was totally original. I had so much to say about the human experience, about this like niche experience of people who grow up in like native communities people uh-huh. who grow up kind of in between them anyone who feels like they're kind of stuck between two places and don't fit in like it had so much to say to everybody on a grander scale and so much to say about a very specific type of experience yes. a lot of us can't relate to i just i think it was amazingly you're well so done, right so. bestie <laughs> what did we learn from this book <laughs> oh man what did we learn we learned a lot I learned. I learned that Donis is my hero. <laughs> <laughs> and that Jamie is hot, hot, hot. He is hot, hot. I learned I should stop saying hot, hot, hot. And I learned that we should keep saying hot, hot, hot. <laughs> I feel like we've already talked a lot about lessons. We have. This whole thing has been lessons. What's a funny lesson we learned? Leave platform flip flops in 2003. Um, you know what? This is a great rule. Definitely do. <laughs> Definitely do leave the platform flip-flops. I always think about how hard it was to run in those. And I'm oh like, God. no one needs to wear those ever. It's harder to run in platform flip-flops than it is to run in heels. In any other shoe. <laughs> that is the most useless shoe in the world. And they're usually like foam, so they're like too yes, light. They're like flimsy material. Yeah. They're... I don't think they're that cute. I don't think they're that cute either. Why did that happen? I have no Why? Idea. I I don't know. We learned that some people still use i Apple car- iTunes cards. <laughs> some people do it. <laughs> Me does it. I do it. <laughs> here she, and here she is. <laughs> oh God. Um. God, I don't have any like joking lessons because they were all good lessons. It's gonna be hard to find one for That's- Instagram this week. I just gave you two great options. So I- <laughs> 
by the way so guys follow us on instagram like on that note we, oh, yeah. <laughs> every week we post stuff that has to do with the book we just did and also just has to do with i know i've general, got some so. meme ideas for this one too so i'm gonna do some memes <gasps> okay great i, I also... was thinking we have no memes for okay this great book. It's i'll too make new. some memes how's cool. that that'd be amazing I've also... we're gonna get some original dr spoons palermo memes everybody <laughs> I love this making week memes, you guys so if you haven't followed that pretentious book club on instagram <laughs> follow that pretentious book club on instagram like, give us- Hi and howdy. Give us a follow. (laughs) (laughs) Hi and howdy. Give us a follow. I can't. I can't. I can't. Also, y'all, I've been making TikToks now. She has been. I haven't haven't seen them yet, but I keep hearing about them. The TikToks are coming. So I'll post one tonight or tomorrow morning. Name on TikTok. Can I post one tomorrow morning? You can post one whenever you want. Okay, great. Actually, I think they 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 perform it if you post them at night. Okay, I'll post post one one right now. Yeah. Um, Everybody, I'm posting it it's now. It's posting Ready it right now. Go check out Kendall's first solo TikTok. Uh, I think it's your first solo TikTok. Yes, yes, it is. Yay. I mean, I've been in them, but um, and then wait, I had another thing. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say I've already been making memes for next week. Oh really? Yes. Okay, so next <laughs> week, everybody. On that note, next week we are doing our first <laughs> Halloween special episode. Oh, We're doing a couple Halloween books. We're so excited for the Halloween, and this uh, next episode is going to be very special because not only do we have special guests, Lexi Potter is. Did she change her name? I'm gonna have to look this up before I publish this on, on Facebook. Please. She's Lexi Potter. Yeah. Okay. So Lexi, anyways, um, who I had I dubbed Foxy. Uh, in college with an I, um, our pseudo roommate. She will be joining us for our episode on Dracula. So Woo! that's the one that I'm assuming Kendall's like, I've made a bunch of memes I for have. it. I have. I'm already obsessed with Kendall it. Kendall and Lexi are both really excited about this. And I'm just like, another classic. I am not great with classics, you guys. Uh, yeah. We've already discussed it somewhat. And Lexi and I both are obsessed. And Ash is like, it's fine. I just, I'm, I'm sad I have to read it again. But, <laughs> but Ash, fine. you have so many like, again, you never got through it, right? Uh, nope. <laughs> but Ash has some interesting experiences with I Dracula. I do. I have a lot of like anecdotes related to Dracula. Um, but anyway, so you guys will hear all of those next week for our first special Halloween episode. So definitely tune in for that. If you're looking for a spooky season, listen. It's going to be a good time. Lexi is darling and she's funny. So this is going to be super fun. It's going to be awesome. Um, yeah. So I think that's all we've got, everybody. Please rate us if you don't mind dropping us five stars or a review. Oh, someone else reviewed us. Thank you to the person who reviewed us. That was so sweet. We love reading your review. Until next week, everybody, keep your teacups full. (laughs) Your pinkies high. And your book club. Pretentious. (laughs) Goodbye, Goodbye, friends. Goodbye.